Hey, what's up, podcast people? It's your boy, Pro Benchwarmer. Welcome back to the next episode of The Duelist in a Monologue. Now, this podcast episode is going to be nice and chunky because I already had something planned and Konami announced a mini box that's coming out tomorrow, October 24th. And this mini box, if you look at it for its contents and not looking at any other contents that go around the mini box, yeah, it sucks. Like, I can't put it in any way, shape, or form, any type of nice. It sucks. And it's not like it sucks, like, really, 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 really bad. It's just that Konami likes to put in half-assed archetypes and then wait for us to get the good cards later. And I've, there's, <laughs> it's just, ah, oh, I can't, I cannot. It's just not, it's just not fully there. It's like close but no cigar with this, with this box. So let's talk about the best cards in this box from my opinion and then we're going to talk about the rest of the like main archetypes in the box and then i'm going to talk about the next content that i already had for this podcast which is a event exclusive cards that we have seen our npcs well not npcs our um the event duelists have in their deck that we should already have copies of by now man we totally should have copies of them by now but First, let's talk about this box. Spirit of the Beast is okay. The name is supposed to imply your senjus with the spirit part and ritual beast with the beast part. But the best cards in this box are not even from those archetypes. That's a damn shame. The best cards in this box are actually some very clutch super rares that are in the box now. I don't have my laptop. My laptop died uh, last podcast. I charged it. I was using it, but it's running really slow today. So I'm running off of the notes that I took on these cards. Bear with me if I missed a couple of uh, key effects in cards. I <laughs> Bear with me, y'all, please. So the first card I want to talk about is the Equip Spell, Morchlag. I, I think that this card is actually pretty decent. Don't get me wrong. It's an Equip Spell. A lot of, not a lot of decks run good Equip Spells. The most popular equip spell is uh, Power of the Guardians, and one deck actually utilized Power of the Guardians before, and it was, uh, quote-unquote busted, but, like, the meta changed, and the deck was trash afterwards, but including the Parshath combo and this card, I think Tankabito Wildheart decks can actually play. They can play balance. They only run six monsters, three copies of Tankabito, three copies of Wildheart, six card spells, three copies of Morchlag, and three copies of, well, copies of world legacy clash well you don't really want to play that card if you're running an equip you know just three other spells <laughs> and then eight traps the counter traps that you know pretty much will stop a lot of decks in their tracks and i think that the deck can be fairly competitive morch lag says you can only equip it to a normal summon or set monster on the field it, while it's equipped, it cannot be targeted by effects from special your opponent's special summon monsters, which is pretty good, given the fact that Tenkabito and Wildheart are already not affected by trap cards. This is another layer of protect, protection on top of them, which is pretty okay. And when they do, when they are, they, when they engage in battle, your opponent's with, with your opponent's special summon monster, that monster e- loses attack and defense equal to the equipped monsters attack during the damage calculation which is pretty strong like 
the reason why the deck didn't really do that hot with power of the guardians because power of the guardians gave you 500 attack and protection but if your opponent's monsters are constantly going to be larger than 500 attack then you're never really going to get any damage and you're going to hit a 2000 and then lose the 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 counter and thus not be at 2000 anymore this card allows a lot of the special summon monsters that are in the meta we're looking at you know uh six samurai Shien. we're looking at all of the dark lords we're looking at invoke coxidus we're looking at pretty much the whole meta is special summon monsters at this point right we're looking at those monsters they're losing 1500 attack and defense attack and defense which means coxidus this is not a targeted effect it's not destroying the card itself this card is turning off coxidus's large defense uh <laughs> 2900 defense becomes 1400 defense now, just to put it in perspective they can run over coxidus and i say with the parshad combo because if they use allistinian invoker from the hand to give an extra thousand defense you just flip over that debunk negate the alistair and there goes coxidus this deck can deal with the one card that everybody in the subreddit is like how do i beat this card here you go very very rogue deck with the right proper engine this card added into it can actually out a lot of special summon monsters if the special summon monster isn't over 3k 3k or up they're dying when they battle a tenkabito or a wild heart and they can't activate their treacherous trap hole or anything like that floodgate canadia um to flip them face down and deal with them with traps they're gonna have to deal with them with monster effects but if they're doing dealing with them with special summoned monster effects with this card they can't even touch them it has to be a normal summon monster effect to get rid of these monsters or a monster higher than 3000 attack to get rid of these monsters that is gonna be a lot now if you really want to run this deck by all means try it out in the meta the meta now allows you to test out decks, so please, by all means, try to make this thing work. I want to see it work. I want to be able to go up against it so I can learn how to combat it. That's how I like tackling the meta. So, if you want to try this out, this card is actually pretty decent. Um, another card that's coming in this box. Ooh, if you know my past with things that I hit King of Games with. I hit King of Games with Magnets. And I've been wanting to hit King Games with Magnus for a long, long time, dude. Long time. Actually, on my uh, on my YouTube channel, I did box, uh, Magnet Warrior Box Benchwarmers video. And I said that they needed Magnet Conversion. And I said they needed the other Electromagnet Warriors. Berserkion. I said different dimensional um, burial from different dimensions. And I also said Magnetic Field. This card is finally in this box. It's a field spell that states if you control a level 4 or lower ro earth rock type monster, you can special summon an electromagnet. Oh, you can special summon a level 4 or lower magnet warrior from the graveyard. This effect is a monster reborn for an archetype that likes putting their um their monsters in the graveyard. This effect makes it so that if you open up Delta, it's not a brick. You feel me? It's not just like send something to the graveyard, let Delta die and take mad damage in the process. Hope you don't get OTK'd and hopefully you draw the right card to move cards around correctly. This is not bad. You play this card, summon Delta. Delta sends uh, Beta. Beta will special summon. You can special summon Beta off the field spell and then get a search. Or you special summon Gamma to unclode your hand. 
or you special summon Alpha to grab Berserkion. Not bad, because on your opponent's turn, it's going that um, Electromagnet Warrior is popping into another Delta, and that one is sending another piece straight to the graveyard. So it's, dude, the deck is moving. The deck is finally moving. And if you thought you were getting OTK'd or your opponent's gonna summon some crazy ass field and just beat over all your shit, the other effect of the field spell comes into play. Um, any monster, if you're um, Earth, Rock, my, like, trust me, I'm trying run, running this off of memory and my um, my notes. Any Earth, Rock monster can be a Grand Mole at this point. You feel me? If your opponent battles um, battles your Earth, Rock type monster and they weren't destroyed at the end of the damage count, they get sent back to the hand. That's nice. You feel me? That Delta that you put on the field. Now, not only did it get a special summon and another search, technically speaking, from the card that you sent to the graveyard first turn, if they they if they slam into your delta, they're going back to the hand. This means less waste for um, Berserkion when Berserkion hits the field, because Berserkion now doesn't have to pop that one extra monster that would have been on the field. No, that monster is back in the hand now. That's not bad at all. Berserkion OTKs with this deck will be the nest and the deck can now run spell specialists because sorry about that they have a lot of spell cards that are really really crucial to this deck if you're running a 30 card deck of this magnetic field is probably a two or three of grass is definitely a three of magnet reverse is a one of because we only have one copy of it you can run world legacy clash at two because your traps really don't get affected I mean, you don't really run anything else that's on the Forbidden and Limited list at the moment, so you can run two World Legacy Clashes, and maybe you just need a fifth spell. Maybe I'm even missing a spell that could have been Downbeat, really, like, <laughs> Downbeat or Transmodify or anything like that. You still have a good amount of strong-ass cards to be in the spell zone. I mean, to be in the spell um, slots in your deck. Your monsters, you're already running the Electromagnet Warriors, Delta, Block Dragon, one copy of Doki Doki, because it, it can be searched by Block Dragon. Even Doki Doki becomes a Grand Mole. Of course, it's after damage count, so it's not really a Grand Mole. You're still going to take massive damage, but your opponent's monster gets sent back to the hand, which means maybe they don't want to attack into you maybe unless they can kill you that turn maybe they don't want to attack it to you this deck is going to fucking rock i i love it and i i'm sad that you have to go into this trash box just to get one card that's super rare in the box but if you're a manga warrior player get this reset because nothing else is really that good at the moment um, another card that's another two cards actually that are really good for decks that aren't even supported in this box this burn and Christian impact these Christian cards are so good another deck I hit king of games with actually twice back to back I hit king of games with Christians and these cards are fantastic this burn is a level three non-tuner water machine um, the same Christian effect that's every non-tuner it can pop a card on the field special summon a tuner from the deck but this card when it's in the graveyard can banish itself to search a monster from your Christian monster from your deck to your hand which means you open up a scrap recycler you can send this fern to search Rayon or well you can search um Sulfonir, which means you actually have access to your plays discard a card of Sulfonir, special summon Sulfonir, pop Sulfonir, get Rihan you can actually use Rihan 
uh, on your opponent's turn, just send this red back into the deck to to um, special summon, or you just rehan for white or a whale. That's I mean white or a dolphin. That's not bad, dog. You have access to every card that you need now through Smiger and through this run and through cards like Gen X Undyne and Scrap Recycler that put them in the graveyard where they needed to be to activate their effects. This is so damn good for Krishan, especially the card, the trap card, Krishan Impact. This card is so fucking good in this meta right now. The special summons banish Krishan. That's his first effect when they put it on the field. Keep in mind, this, this is searchable from Smiger. Banishing Smiger, you search Krishan um, Impact, right? Not bad. Banish, target one of your banished Krishan monsters, special summon it. This doesn't say just like, you know, effect monster, uh, this doesn't like prevent you from summoning the synchros, which means that you can summon a banished Amatrix, you can summon a banished Quadrion Gandrix, which is not bad, that's actually fan-fucking-tastic, because they can be banished to White or Dolphin if White or Dolphin has to revive itself and those cards are in the graveyard. So that's fantastic, and if you do, if you do special summon uh, Christ banished Christian monster, all of your opponent's faced-up monsters' defense get turned to zero. Remember that Amatrix can turn your opponent's special summon monsters to defense position. Now their defense is at zero, so you can actually get rid of a lot of monsters. Once again, we're going to look at Invoke Cocktus again. That 2,900 defense ain't looking too menacing when you have Christian Impact that can be searched. Ooh, man, that's so good. That is so good. And then if you can summon a Samurai Destroyer, you can attack into Coxitus, and they can't even activate. I don't think they can activate the um, Alistair the Invoker Hand Trap effect after that. That's not bad. And even if they do, it just becomes a thousand defense. <laughs> Yo, that is dope. And Impact offers a negate in the graveyard if your opponent targets a Christian monster with a card effect, you can banish this card from the graveyard and negate the effect. This is so good. Christian's been needing this for a long time. Impact is so impactful. Sorry for the pun, but it's so, so good. And in my opinion, these cards are the best cards out of Spirits of the Beast. Notice I didn't mention any Yosenju or Ritual Beast cards. Because those decks are like close, but like not quite fully there, dude. The other card that we have that maybe have future potential use is Divine Wind of the Mist Valley. The box, like Konami is advertising to use this with Yosenjus, but Yosenjus want to be in hand um, on your opponent's turn so you can activate their trap card. Like, I don't think you really want to summon <laughs> them from the deck off Divine Wind. This card is going to be great when we get Xyz monsters and a rank 4 toolbox for Harpies. I've said Harpies a million times on my podcast. But Harpy Dancer triggers Divine Wind and the Mist Valley on its own. Special summoning another Harpy monster from the hand. And Divine Wind special summoning another one from the deck. Dude, 4 and 4 right there, toolbox. I'm telling you, this card has future use. Future use. In fact, it was abused in the TCG with Genax, Ally Birdman, and uh, Ancient Fairy Dragon. So, 
trust me, someone could make use of it here if it, if it got the work done in the TCG. Trust me, trust and believe, man. But let's get into the archetypes that are the main archetype for this box. Let's start off with Yosenjus. Out of the two, I think that Yosenjus has a little bit of poten uh, potential because of their trap card, um, Yosenju Sword Sting. This trap card states, if you control no monsters, refill up to two Yosenju monsters with different names in your hand, return that many cards your opponent controls to the hand. This card can be very annoying. It's like a dual wield and its requirements is not just one mod, one faced up attack position, six samurai monster like dual wield is, but Yosenju monsters in hand. Now you may think, what the hell you want to hold Yosenju monsters in hand? Well, Yosenju monsters go back to the hand at the end of the turn when they were normal summoned and they offer an extra normal summon. So if you have a Yosenju monster, they can special summon another Yosenju monster and then go into battle phase and then end phase to go back to the hand, which means you can have a set sword sting on your turn. Your monsters come back to the hand and now on your opponent's turn, you can activate Sword Sting and send their monsters back to the hand. And in your turn, you summon your Yosenju monsters again and start poking and getting some damage in. That is how Yosenjus are supposed to work. However, with the monsters, especially with the monsters that we were given, and having no main phase two, it's just a little slower. Before we get into the cards that they have, clearly, if you hear how the archetype is supposed to work, you know. Drowning Mirror Force is going to be in this box. I mean, you're going to be in this deck when this deck gets finalized. It's clearly, your centers hit the field, they go back to the hand, you have no monsters in the field, everything your opponent plays is going to be a direct attack, right? Drowning Mirror Force. Or, um, what is it? Struggle? I forget what the, the, the level up card that Kaiba has that, like, if your opponent declares a direct attack, negate the attack, draw a card, and if it's a monster, normal summon it. That's going to be another card that can be put into this deck because it's going to be that type of deck, dog. It's going to be that open field, try to kill me, I'm going to send your cards back or going to negate your attack or something like that type of deck. But interestingly enough, we did not get Yosenju comma 1. We got Yosenju comma 2 and Yosenju comma 3. But no 1. Now, the rest of the Yosenju cards, don't even look at them. They're not really that good. They're not. But Yosenju comma one, when normal summoned, and if you control another face-up Yosenju monster, you can bounce a face-up card your opponent controls to the hand. It would have been fantastic to have Yosenju comma one, but we don't have it. Instead, we have Yosenju comma two, which is eighteen hundred attack, I believe, and it can attack directly for nine hundred. Um, it can attack directly, but it has to attack. That's okay, but 900 attack is so minuscule and small. It's not even like threatening to your opponent. Eh, I don't, I don't think that that's that great. Yosenju comma three adds a Yosenju card from the deck to the hand. If a Yosenju did battle damage, clearly, if you summon two and then summon three, since they add the additional normal summon through their Yosenju effects anyway, you poke for 900 with Yosenju comma two. Comma three gets its effect to activate and searches your deck for Sword Sting, and then they go back to the hand. Wait, we don't have a main phase two, so you cannot set that Sword Sting the same turn that you just searched it 
you better have had one already on the field or John Mirror Force or anything that's going to stop your opponent's uh, uh, direct attack because you can't set the card you just searched. That's bad. That's real bad. That's big bad. So, like, as much as I would like to see how Yosenjus play, the lack of a main phase 2 with the searching Yosenju kind of sucks. Because then you're searching a trap, which you put on the field the next turn, and then you can only activate it the following turn. Like, dog, <laughs> I'm not afraid of this trap, dog. Um, they also have, like, a couple, like, spells. They're okay. I think it's, like, Dizine Temple or something like that. They're all right. I'd probably experiment with, like, one or two of them. But I don't even think that your centers are going to be that strong right now. They're one of those slow roll control decks that are going to be in the meta. But I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. Maybe if they, we got comma one, maybe I'd have been like, I, you know. Because centers got a little bit of heat under, under the, the belt right now. But right now, trash. Next archetype. Dude, I thought Ritual Beasts were going to be fantastic when, we come, when they come to Duel Links. But... They missed one key card, Ritual Beast Steeds. How do you forget Steeds? And I get it, it's non-targeting destruction. You feel me? Steeds states if you control um, control a Ritual Beast monster, you can flip up the trap, destroy um, cards in your opponent's field uh, equal to the amount of Ritual Beast uh, monsters you control. So it can, de- it can destroy a lot of things, pretty much. But come on, man. Give me steeds. Give me steeds. But the way Ritual Beast works, the tamers, the spiritual, the Ritual Beast tamers can special summon Ritual Beast or just get Ritual Beast onto the field. So you don't want to focus on the trainers, where they summon from, how to get the Ritual Beast out. The Ritual Beast will banish cards in order to, you know, put cards where they're supposed to be or, you know, get rid of your opponent's cards in the, the case of Petalfin and so on and so forth. So, the beast effects are Kanahawk, it banishes from the deck like a gold star. Two turns later, you can get that banished card. You're probably not going to do that because the deck wants things banished, wants things put back in the graveyard or wants things, you know, what have you, right? Petalfin banishes from the hand to return one of your opponent's cards to the hand. Rampengu banishes from the hand, banishes from the extra deck or deck to send a, a monster from the deck to the graveyard of the same, I think, type or something like that or same name. Mm-hmm. Fuck Rampengu. Apelio, Apelio banishes from the hand to gain 500 attack. That's really neither here nor there. The Tamers plus the Ritual Beast can now tag, tag, you know, tag out, they go banish, they banish the, the card to get the Ritual Beast's uh, fusions. They're not the greatest once again. Ulti Kanahawk can search the deck for Ritual Beast mon- uh, Ritual Beast cards in the deck by returning two banished, mon- two banished monsters to the graveyard. This is fantastic, but you're not searching Steed. You're searching Ambush to special summon Ritual Beast monsters from the uh, Banisher graveyard. Fuck that. I'd rather search Steeds. But then they can tag out into two banished Ritual Beast monsters, a Tamer and a Beast. So, um, yeah, they, all of the fusions can do that. All of the fusions can summon off banishing, but the, the tamers and the normal, like the main deck beasts 
can only be special summoned once per turn. So you gotta be mindful of how many times you banish the card and how many times you're gonna try to tag out. You're probably gonna tag out on your opponent's turn, which is a smarter play. You feel me? Especially, well, if you go with uh, Ritual Beast, uh, Tamer, Elder, you can t Elder into another card, banish a card for, you know, whatever its effect, get out the Ritual Monster, the Special Summon, Elder, and the Ritual Beast Monster, then tag out again into another uh, uh, Ritual Beast Extra Deck Monster, and then on your opponent's turn, tag them out for your Elder and your Ritual Beast, so that they're not Special Summoned again on the same turn. So that would be okay, but still, no access to steeds and the monsters not being that high of an attack, having that high of attack. I feel like there's no reason to talk about any card in this deck other than Ulti Canahawk, which is at one in the TCG, which is hilarious. Um, everything else is just trash, you feel me? You're gonna wanna run Gold Sark in this deck if you really wanna run Ritual Beast. Maybe there's an effect that's pretty decent with this, but I don't think that Ritual Beast are gonna be any type of good. You're gonna run Pedalfin to re re remove your opponent's uh, cards, but to what avail? You really, like, there's not much strength that this deck has. So, fuck it. Maybe I'm not seeing it, but this deck is just not that good. Yo, Senjus are just missing comma one. Ritual Beasts are missing Steeds. Those cards would have made those decks actually pretty decent, but without them, the decks kinda suck. For me, that's my take on the box. If you're going into this box for Christians and Magnet Warriors, or if you're trying to play a rogue deck that runs a Morge Flag, go into the box. Maybe open it twice. Maybe get your cards that you need, reset the box, and that's it. Other than that, I don't really see your Senju's getting future support, other than getting Kama 1 to be somewhat competitive, and I don't really see Ritual Beast getting any future support other than Steeds that would make them competitive. Wait for those cards, maybe. If you want to invest in the decks and play them, go ahead. I'm never going to stop anyone from playing a deck. But I'd say wait. I would advise wait. So let's talk about these event exclusive cards that we have not gotten yet, man. There's a lot of cards that we've seen in these events. I mean, hell, we just had Kalen Kessler uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he had, what, um, Dark Greffer? Dog, what? Please. Can I have that? Can I please have that? You feel me? And I don't know. Like I think that Konami puts these cards in these in these decks for these uh, duelists and sees if we can play against these cards and not get beaten by these cards, so we can get these cards. An example of this is um, during the tower events, the, the the different dimension tower events. That was when we were first introduced to a couple of the Madolce cards, and then we got Madolce's. We were also introduced to, what's this deck called? For Hired. For Hired, I remember the whole subreddit bugging out because we seen For Hired in that, in that um, Dimension Tower, and then we got For Hired in a box. You feel me? Also, I believe Sylvan's worked that same way. We seen it in an event, and then we got it in a box. Um, what other cards? Wiretap. I remember uh, Trudge when we had the event to unlock Trudge. He had Wiretap, and now we have Wiretap. For me, I feel like Konami sees if we can play against the card, and if we do fairly well, Konami would think about giving it, us the cards maybe in an event as a drop or giving it to us in a box. So I'm looking at a lot of old events and thinking about what cards could we have gotten from these event duelists' decks and how would they fit in the meta? So the first 
card I want to talk about or a set of cards is interesting because we had this event what maybe twice maybe three times I don't think it was three times maybe just twice and uh, we actually got one piece of the puzzle but the other card we actually need for the deck to actually be viable and we have millennium eyes restrict the fantastic pegasus also had relinquished fusion it's a quick play card that lets you fusion an eyes restrict monster by banishing materials from the hand field or graveyard and when it's in the graveyard you can banish it target one effect monster your opponent controls and equip it to an eyes restrict or relinquish monster on your side of the field we already have Millennium Minds Restrict and people are already trying to tech it into their decks because it can stop if monster effects as a quick effect by attaching your opponent's monster onto it. Now, for those who remember Relinquish in the past and remember how annoying the deck, that deck was and how annoying it was to beat Relinquish because even if you destroyed Relinquish when it's equipped to a monster, it just loses the equip and then hits you with burn and then it just on their turn would equip the next monster. Millennium Eyes doesn't have that effect. Millennium Eyes, if you run it over, it's dead. You feel I me? Mean? It's just straight up dead. Over Relinquish Fusion, it would make Millennium Eyes at least somewhat of a tech in some decks. You can run Dark Hex Sealed Fusion or any, you know, fusion, like fusion substitute monster because Millennium Eyes just requires Relinquish plus an effect monster the same way Brave Neos comes out and the same way Brave Neos got his Neos fusion I feel like Millennium Eyes Restrict should get its Relinquish fusion this card will be pretty damn good as a small like anti anti monster effect tech into some decks it wouldn't be a full-on engine because it's not that strong but if you could put it on the field your opponent has to stop playing monster effects in order to run over Millennium Eyes Restrict or run the risk of getting their effect getting negated and their monster getting sucked up. That's interesting, dude. That would be pretty cool to play against. Uh, he also had Millennium Eyes Illusionist, but I don't want to include that because it's a hand trap that, well, you discard it from the hand, take one of your opponent's monsters, and if a Millennium Eyes gets summoned, I believe you can add it back from the graveyard to the hand. I don't want to see that. Maybe I just don't want to see that. But hey, fuck it, you know, I would love to see Relinquish Fusion into the game. Another set of cards that we've seen in events, y'all know that uh, Dinosaurs has been up and down in the meta. I remember back in the early days of your Dinosaurs were fucking fantastic, and then they fell off, and then we had a Terrasso Hasselberry event that gave us, uh, what was it, Survival's End? Dinos became hot for a good like two months and now what the fuck are dinosaurs? They suck. And it's weird because Torino Hasselberry has cards that I just wanted to get, man. And we just did not get. He had Soul Eating Oviraptor. He had Lost World. Dog. Miscellaneous Source. These cards are so fucking good and we just did not get them. And it hurt me that we got some trash rewards. From like the evil talk, evil evil tiles, which I get it. Tamarano, we were gonna get um, but fuck those cards, man. I want Obi Raptor. Obi Raptor, if you don't know, it's normal or special summon either adds a dino from the deck to the hand or sends it to the graveyard. We already have um, 
overtakes Quatlis as a Rex level 45 level up reward. And a lot of people just forget that it exists there. But when it's sent from the uh, sent to the graveyard, it can search you a pill, which means a double evolution pill, which means you can search special summon up a big monster. Or if you just add it to the hand, you can banish dinosaur monsters from the graveyard and special summon it. It offers a negate which is pretty damn good. It's a pretty strong body. You can special summon it off double evolution pill as well. Dog, like it's right there. The card is right there and we have no use for it whatsoever. And if we got soul even no eat, soul eating over the dinos can at least see some type of experimentation at least. Lost World is a dino soul field spell. It summons a token to the opponent's side of the field. Your opponent can't target monsters um, with card effects except tokens. If a normal monster will be destroyed, destroy a dinosaur in the hand or the deck instead of destroying that card. This card is fantastic for destroying Baby Sarasaurus because I believe you can just run over your opponent's token and you get the option to destroy um, Baby Seraph in the deck, which when Baby Seraph is destroyed, special summons a dino from the deck. You know where I'm going with this. Miscellaneous source can be discarded so that your opponents can't be, your dinos cannot be uh, targeted by card effects um, or unaffected by card effects. And you can banish it from the graveyard alongside other dinosaurs to special summon a dino from the deck. If you banish it and four other dinos, you can special summon. Uh, uh, Tyranno Infinity with 4k. That's not bad. Or also it can just banish giant Rexes. That's pretty decent, but alas, we don't have these dinosaur cards, man. It's so freaking annoying. And we can't talk about events and decent ass cards without talking about Epic Yami and the fact that he had Apprentice Illusion Magician. Come on dog come on dog and he had eternal soul dm players have been trying to play dark magician since the start of this game i remember when 3sd was like oh shit this is a thing people were going three star demotion with sage's stone and dark Mag dark magician girl and setting as many champions vigilances as they can and that deck was fucking disgusting I remember people playing DM as many times as they can whenever they get a sliver of hope that Dark Magician can actually be meta. And still to this day, people are still playing Dark Magician because we have small support here and there. Now, Apprentice Illusion Magician can discard one card to summon itself and adds Dark Magician to the hand. You can also send this card from the hand or the field to the graveyard to add 2,000 attack to a Dark Spellcaster. Imagine this card in the hand when your opponent tries to attack into a quintet magician dude it just buffs up anything imagine your magician's rod with a, a apprentice illusion in hand magician's rod becomes 3600 oh. apprentice illusion magician would boost dark magician so well that they wouldn't have to run trick up the sleeve all the time if they had three copies of apprentice illusion magician dude and like uh, uh, eternal soul i don't even know if i have to go over how good eternal soul is and people would be like oh maybe it's just too strong for dark magician i'm not asking for dark magic circle unless you banish cards whenever dark magician hits the field i'm just asking for eternal soul to bring back a dark magician all the time and when eternal soul gets popped you lose all your cards anyway cosmic cyclone was just straight up 
dropped Eternal Soul on its neck, and we just got Necro Valley, so that was shut off Eternal Soul on its own. Come on. Come on. I just want Eternal Soul. It's not even like DM will be tier zero if we got Eternal Soul. Please, just give me Eternal Soul. Please. But, you know, I digress. I want to go on to the heaping batch of strong-ass cards. And this is actually even more boosted by the fact that in the dual quest now, we have access to our third copy of Zombie World. You know how many zombie, like, zombie events we had? We had Bones, which gave us Ghost Trips. I'm going to talk about that next week. Spoiler alert. But we had Inglorious Bastion. Inglorious Bastion gave us some decent-ass zombie cards man i'm not talking about one or two this man gave us a good handful this man had mizuki which banished it from the graveyard especially some of the zombie from the graveyard dude vampires would vampires would love that you feel me not even just vampires vendrets love that shit man book of life target one card in your grave one monster in your grave zombie monster in your graveyard and a monster in your opponent's graveyard Banish your opponent's monster, but special summon your monster onto the field. Come on. Haunted Shrine, a trap card that if you control no monsters, special summon one zombie monster from the graveyard. If you control anyone, if you control no monsters, you can banish this card from the graveyard, special one zombie, special summon one zombie monster, but its effects are negated. Once again, imagine this shit in vampires. Imagine this shit in vendrets. Dog. Please. It doesn't even end there. Kasha, yo, we just caught our third copy of Zombie World. Kasha is a dope-ass card, but not really that good if you don't have Zombie World. This card says, if you control two zombies, special summon from hand. Shuffle all monsters um, into the deck and gain attack equal to every zombie shuffled into the deck. Without Zombie World, the most you're getting is 2,000 attack because you have to have two zombies in order to special summon this thing, and then it shuffles everything back. You had two zombies, this thing's going to have 2,000 attack. But with Zombie World turning your opponent's monsters into zombies, this can have potential 5k attack if your opponent had a full field. That's non-targeting shuffling into the deck. That's not bad, dog. It's already not the greatest because it doesn't get rid of the spells and traps, so your opponent can just negate this card. And it requires Zombie World or post-human, post-humanist army as a skill in order to send cards back for more than 2k attack so why the fuck do we not have kasha why the fuck do we not have haunted shrine book of life i could kind of see why konami won't give it to us mizuki like dude zombies have had their fair share of meta relevancy in the time that duelings has existed like the three years yet we don't have these these strong ass cards for zombies and we've seen them in decks that we've had to face against. And it's kind of like retching at my soul that we don't have these event exclusive cards. Maybe we'll get them in a box. I don't see Konami giving us a third zombie box. But hey, we just got our second win box. So who the fuck knows? <laughs> who the hell knows maybe we'll get these in boxes maybe glorious bastion comes back and he gives us actually good zombie cards as drop cards maybe we get a halloween event and we get zombie cards 
I don't know. I just want to have access to all of these cards. Zombies, Dinos, DM, all of these cards. I feel like at this point, we've been playing this game long enough. We should get some impactful cards from farming. Maybe that's just me. You feel me? I, I've gotten tired of farming because you don't get anything that's even worth playing in a deck. So why even farm? Why waste time to just collect digital cards? But maybe that's just my take. I want to hear what you guys think about the box that's coming out tomorrow, about event exclusive cards. Hell, even tell me what event exclusive cards that you would like to see come in either a box or as a farmable card. I want to hear back from you guys. I want to get some feedback from you guys. The, the, the love I've been getting for this podcast has been amazing. Thank you to everyone who supports. I love everyone who just tunes in even for like a couple of minutes and checks it out. You guys are greatly appreciated. But with that being said, it's getting late. I got to get to bed. And you guys got to get out of my head already. Please. Peace.